If you love all things real estate in Houston, this show is for you. Sounds so exciting. We'll interview mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, special guests, and business owners from right here in the Houston community. This is Houston Inside Out. Welcome to Houston Inside Out. Today, we are going to talk about seven things to avoid after you apply for that mortgage. Welcome, guys. My name is James J. I am your host for Houston Inside Out. Thank you guys for being here. By the way, guys, if you've got questions about anything that I discuss here or something that you may want to hear, Go ahead and go over to myhoustoninsideout.com. There's a ton of resources there. Mortgage, real estate, uh, trying to constantly add things there to uh, give you guys some valuable information. So myhoustoninsideout.com. Check it out. Give us some feedback. And uh, we are going to get into a very, very important topic today. And again, seven things to avoid after you are approved for a mortgage. Now, why is this important? Because a lot of people have a misconception about what happens after they are initially approved for their loan, especially if you're building, right? So if you're building a home, typically it's going to take anywhere from three to six months, right? Depending on the builder, three to six months. So people get excited, right? So they get that initial pre-qualification. They then get pre-approved. And now the construction is going to start. So what happens during that time? <sighs> Let me count the ways that people screw this up. But we're going to talk about seven things to avoid. All right. Avoid. Don't do it after you get pre-approved. Now, if you are purchasing a home that's already done and say you're going to have a 30 day move in, for example, this also applies to you. It applies to everybody. All right. So number one thing to avoid after you get a pre-approved for your mortgage. Number one, don't change jobs. All right. Or the way you're getting paid. So don't change jobs. All right. Don't change jobs. Now, I will say this. If you're building a home, again, it's going to take anywhere from three to six months. Say you have an opportunity to get maybe a promotion. You know, you just got approved for the loan. Month goes by, two months go by, and now you have an opportunity to get a promotion, for example. Or maybe an opportunity for you to go from one company to another company where you're making more money. If you are in the same line of work, it's okay. It's not a deal breaker by any means. But you have to be really careful with this because... Typically, most lenders are going to want at least a 30 day, uh, 30 days of uh, pay stubs from me from the new job. Right. So it's not that big of a deal. But if you're in the same line of work, it's typically OK. The challenge comes is where you go from one line of work and you go get another job and something completely different. Now we got a problem. So if you can avoid changing jobs while you are in the process of buying a home, avoid it. Don't do it. All right. Do not change jobs. And as far as the way you're getting paid, what does that mean? Well, 
if you are a W-2 employee, you apply with the lender as a W-2 employee, then you change jobs. You are now 1099. You are pretty much screwed. All right. Don't go from W-2 to 1099. 1099, typically most lenders are going to want a couple years of history at 1099. There might be some ways to kind of circumvent that. But for the most part, it's going to be two years if you are a 1099 employee. So don't do it. Do not change jobs at if you can avoid it, guys. Don't do it. All right. Number two, don't deposit cash into your bank accounts. Now, when I say cash, I mean large chunks of money, four, five, six. That's unusual. So if it's your normal paycheck that you get paid every single month or every two weeks, normal paycheck, not a big deal, right? It's on your stubs. It's 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 uh, trackable. You The lender can look at it and see this is what you get. Where the lender starts to have issues is where there's a large chunk, you know, five grand just pops into your account out of the out of the blue. Not good, not good at all. So you want to make sure that you don't deposit those large chunks of money unless you have a really, really good reason why that money is being deposited into your account. Some people have good reasons for it. They sold something. Uh, the lender's going to ask for documentation, right? So again, if you've got questions about anything we're going over here, guys, head on over to myhoustoninsideout.com, myhoustoninsideout.com. Tons of resources there. But uh, again, large deposits are an issue. Don't do it. If you don't have to put the money into that account, don't do it because it's going to raise a red flag and then the lender is going to start asking you for more and more documentation. Lenders already, we already ask you for a lot of documentation. When you start doing things that are out of the norm for what your pay stub shows, from what your bank accounts typically show, now we've got more red flags. So don't deposit large sums of money. Number three, don't make any large purchases like a new car, new furniture, anything that requires your credit, right? Anything that requires your social security number, don't do it. Now, I have had this happen for a couple of customers, actually, even though I have told them don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. People get excited. They want to go buy furniture. 90 days, same as cash. A year, same as cash. Not a big deal, right? An inquiry could take you from qualifying to not qualifying. It could, right? Just depends on where you are. If you're borderline qualifying anyway, now you have an additional inquiry because you want to take advantage of that 90 days, same as cash. Well, guess what? You've got furniture and no place to put it. Don't buy anything new that's going to require you to open up any type of credit. I don't care if it's zero, same as cash. Don't do it. The day you close, you can go right, run out and buy what you can go buy you a Bentley the day you close. All right. The day you close after it's funded, go buy your Bentley, go buy your furniture. But just wait, guys. Lenders do not like to see a bunch of changes from the way you submitted your application between that time and the time you close they don't like to see a whole lot of changes so when you start making changes when you start going to apply for things when you change all this stuff adds up and it just adds to your stress level 
and it adds to my stress level if i'm the loan officer it's going to add to the realtor's stress level it adds to everybody's stress level so just try and keep the stress level down and just try and keep everything the same as the way you apply all right number four don't co-sign for other people all right co-signing is just like you writing your name on the top line it doesn't matter guys so co-signing does not mean oh this doesn't count against me oh yes it does all right it, you might as well be on the top line it really doesn't matter lenders don't look at it any differently because you co-sign for the most part it's, it's going to be you owe you owe this debt even though you co-sign for this person right i would definitely not co-sign for anybody anyway but definitely not while you're in the process of getting your own home because that will absolutely kill you it can if that because that that's going to count against you right it's going to count against your debt to income ratio so even though you think you're co-signing for this person that 500 car payment that's their payment no it's your payment so now we're going from you qualify to nope now you don't your dti is too high because you went and co-signed for this person all right i don't care who it is don't do it while you're in the process of purchasing your own home all right number five number five don't change bank accounts all right again lenders hate when you apply one way and then things change don't change bank accounts i'm gonna leave it at that that's pretty self-explanatory so if you bank at b of a don't come back at the end and submit a bank statement when it's time for documents to be resubmitted especially if you're building right so if you got three months four months five months you give a bank statement for b of a to get your pre-approval and then the lender's going to ask you for updated bank statements four months down the road and then you've got a credit union statement no 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 don't do that all right don't do it so self-explanatory don't change bank accounts keep everything all right number six don't apply for new credit which kind of went along with the co-signing it's the same thing it also went along with the furniture in the car it's new credit so now we've got to look at your situation again all right we got to look at your debt to income ratio we've got to see if you qualify so a credit card again may not seem like a big deal but now the debt to income ratios are going to be adjusted so you got to be really careful when you're doing that so just take my word just don't apply for anything all right no new credit while you are in the process of purchasing your own home no new credit and number seven this is a biggie all right closing accounts some people have the misconception that if i close this account it's going to help me all right no no and no don't close accounts so again if you get pre-approved one way and then you decide to be mr smarty say you know what i'm gonna go pay this off and close the account well the way the bureaus work guys is a large percentage of your credit score is how much credit do you have available versus how much do you use it's a big component of your credit score so when you go close that account well guess what now you don't have as much credit available because you wouldn't close the account versus what you have um, um to use so again what you have available versus what you use big component so when you close the account now you have less available your dti is gonna excuse me your credit score is gonna go down now 
So this is a big one I see oftentimes that people will do. Uh, we as a lender try to tell you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't close anything unless we, myself or the lender advise you to close an account. Don't close accounts. This is one of those things that kills people and they think they're they're doing themselves a favor by doing it and helping this situation. Even accounts that are already closed. Sometimes if you try and go pay it off, for example, it kind of regenerates that account and now you've got new activity on account that was closed. So I would just, uh, if you're gonna make any type of changes, check with your lender, check with the loan officer before you do it. It could have a really, really major effect on whether you're qualifying for a loan or not. And it is the worst thing. And I have seen it happen to have gone three months, especially building. Building's the worst because you're waiting to build. And then you went and applied for something and now you can't get your home. So you spent time, energy, all kinds of energy, really, when you're going to pick out things in the home, you're emotionally attached to it now because you've actually picked the stuff out. Now you can't get that home. A little different if you're, you know, you're buying resale, right? Either way, it sucks one way or the other that you're not going to be able to get the house that you now uh, have under contract or that you were going to build. So hope that helps, guys. Listen, share, share, share. If you are listening to this, please go over to YouTube, myhoustoninsideout.tv. Subscribe there. If you're watching on YouTube, head on over to Spotify, iTunes, all the, the podcasting platform. Subscribe. Share this with somebody that may be in the process or thinking about the process of purchasing a home. Again, reach out to me and my team, myhoustoninsideout.com, myhoustoninsideout.com. You can reach out to us there. Mortgage questions, real estate questions. We're here to help. Want to be your real estate resource. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will catch you guys on the next episode of Houston Inside Out. Peace. You guys have a great week.